Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. Mintmobile. com slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister. As we wrap up 2023, I thought it would be a good idea to take a look back at some of the words of the year that are currently being released. I thought today, Rosemary, would be no harm for us to talk about what's your word of the year? Looking back on 2023, what, if you were a dictionary, what would your word be? <laughs> I'm Beatrice McCabe. I'm Rosemary McCabe. And uh, two of the words that were released in the last while are Riz. I think we're all familiar with Riz. Anybody with a teenager knows what Riz is. Or I'm even, full of or it. even a younger Rosemary's child. Full of it. They're all a mad about Riz. A shortened version of charisma. A shortened version of charisma. Oxford's word of the year for 2023. Meanwhile, Merriam-Webster chose authentic, which seems a little bit oh, dull. Dated, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they said they have seen a major rise in searches for the word authentic. I mean, it feels very dated. I feel like we've been talking about like brand authenticity for probably a decade at this point. But anyway, the publisher I'm reading now from some website, the publisher says the searches are driven by, quote, stories and conversations about AI, celebrity culture, identity and social media. What do you think of those two words? They seem quite far apart. Well, I thought, so I think the Oxford word of the year is usually a new word, isn't it? That hasn't appeared in the dictionary before, whereas Merriam-Webster obviously isn't going that route. Is choosing one that's already there. Right. I'm surprised you didn't say right. I almost said right, Beatrice, and then I thought that bitch will give out to me if I say right. But here we are. You're giving out to me anyway. Should have known. Can never do anything right. So Riz is a good one, right? I mean, we've definitely heard Riz. I would say last year. What? What was last? There were a lot last year. Drippy. Oh no, Sus is a bit. It's a bit older, right? What? What's that song? Sticking at your gat is going to be next year. Sticking at your gat for the Rizla. You're so skibbity. You're so phantom tax. Uh, what are you uh, get talking something about? Want to be your sigma, Rosemary? This is a song. I can't believe you don't know it. Your gat is a big arse. Oh, I know that because you told me several times the last time I was in your house. <laughs> You're clearly obsessed with the gat. I'm surprised the word sigma didn't get like called out at any point. What? Do, I've never heard the word sigma. What does that mean? You're so sigma. I don't even know. They just call each other sigma. Like you I think it's a bit like your alpha. Sigma be pretty uh, anyway, low down the list anyway, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would, yeah. But I mean, I don't know that any of my children are familiar with foreign alphabets.
I have thought of two words of the year. For yourself. For myself. Okay. And one is like, if I had to pick a word that kind of summed up my year more generally. And then the other is one that I feel like is what I'm, the the lesson I'm taking from the year. Mm. Okay. Have you chosen one or two? Two, I suppose. Okay. They might be, they're they're interlinked though. So they might like, (laughs) I could probably, you could probably come up with one that encapsulates both. Well, my word of the year to represent how my year has gone is laundry. Because I feel like this year I have done more laundry than I ever thought it would be possible to do in a year. And actually for the first time since moving to America, I've thought, thank fucking God we don't have a washing line to hang this laundry out on. Because I would be out there morning, noon and night pegging clothes up like one peg at a time. I just, my fingers would be worn off me. On the other hand, you would have wonderful upper arm muscles. I think it'd be more my shoulders, but also it's, they're not heavy enough, the clothes, to make a difference, really. The sheets are. Oh, fuck. Imagine hanging out king-size sheets and everything. God, thank God we don't have a washing line. There's something nice, though, to like the wind blowing through your laundry, etc. Oh, and there's always a 100%. murderer behind your sheets. <laughs> Always. Right. Or or an impish neighborhood child putting jammy fingers on them and then you have to wash them again. That's that's the other hazard. Do you know what I'm now thinking, actually? Oh, no, maybe those are British television shows that I'm thinking about. Like, you know, when there's a, a getaway, like a, a running scene where like the, the criminal is running away from the police. There's always a scene where like they're running through They get through caught laundry. up in the clotheslines, yeah. Or just, or just they're running through it and like they can't see them. Where are they? And like they're hiding on the other side. But like that must be England. Because I think that's that British procedurals, Europe. yeah. Yeah, because the Americans would be horrified. Like, they'd be arresting you for having the laundry out, let alone being, like, an actual criminal. Oh, we'd be apparently evicted from our housing estate. Even though we own the house, the HOA can apparently evict us for having, for breaking their rules, basically, which says no laundry, no shed, no chickens, which goes between me and my sleep. Well, if you know that you're leaving, for the laugh, you should put up a you should put up a laundry a laundry line and just put out the biggest knickers you can find day in day out. That would just be any of my knickers, yeah. But <laughs> I know I didn't want to be mean, Rosemary. I'm being nice to you today because it's nearly Christmas. Sorry, in the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> this is you being nice. <laughs> this is me being really nice. We actually gas. Do you remember the time Dad like compared my undies to whatever I was like a parachute? In front of a boyfriend that I don't even seeing for about a day and a half. I actually fucking wanted to murder him. I'm surprised you didn't. No court in the land would have convicted you, honestly. I was like, <laughs> obviously, like thinking quickly, like, what undies do I have on right now? He's actually <laughs> such a dick. You should have been like, well, yours would do as a parachute as well if there weren't so many fucking holes in them. I was just about to say he has undies from about this. 1970. No, he actually has brand new undies because I insisted he buy some when he was oh, in Target. Good. And then I was like, oh, these are nice undies. I was washing them. I was doing the laundry, I was washing them. I'm like, these are nice undies. Mom goes, fancies himself. I'm like, mom, it's all right to buy yourself some underwear like every 20 years. It's not actually like self-indulgent. It's okay. (laughs) He's got mad notions now buying himself underwear. God knows what. I know. I was like, it's it's all right. Like it's got, you know, four new pairs in a pack. Honest to God, she was really like very judgmental. Very judgmental. All right. So that's one of your words, laundry. Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. And what's the other one? Well, why don't you tell me one of yours and we'll go back and forth? Well, mine was not going to be, mine was going to be more boring. Mine was resilience. Because I was just thinking, like, I, I was talking earlier this week, I was like, I feel like I should be more stressed. So maybe it's delusion, actually. <laughs> I was feeling like I should be more stressed about, like, I don't, I still don't have a job. I still don't know what I'm doing. I'm Well, Beatrice, 
Delulu was in the running. Delulu? Delulu as one of the words of the year. What's Delulu? Delusional. You're, you're Delulu. See, oh, I know things you wasn't. don't know. It fucking I have was. never heard Delulu. <laughs> Listen, well, that's no, between I, you and your God God. Let, let me look it I'm, up now. I'm Borsten. I need to run to Delulu. Maybe. <laughs> have you seen that um, Home Alone? Are you joking it, right now? Nobody's ever no. heard the word Delulu. Beatrice, Delulu meaning the TikTok term explained by USA Today. The slang Delulu often describes a person being delusional about something or someone they're a fan of. TikTokers embracing Delulu. What does Delulu mean? Delulu meaning oh. an origin. Oh, I Who are you calling Delulu in the New York Times? Yeah, but that, is, but that says somebody you're a fan of, not me. But where was it nearly the word of the year? Find I, th- that I thought it was on the list of word of the year. Hmm. Anyway. Why do you always so have to? Like everything oh, is a fight I, with you. I just apologized. Maybe my word was Delulu. I just didn't even know. That's how, that's how avant-garde I am. That I don't even know the word exists and I'm predicting it. That's incredible now. Huh. USA Today. Word of the year. Forget hallucinating Riz. What? Uh, where's the fucking headline gone? <laughs> Forget hallucinating Riz. What should the word of the year actually be? And they have yeah, Delulu written as, as one of them. What are the other ones? Uh, era. Everyone was in there. Something era. I was in my laundry era. Yeah. Chat GPT. That doesn't really kind of think. Pandemic skip. If you're 30 and feeling 27, you're not alone. Pandemic yeah, skip yeah, is yeah. a theory that people yeah, may feel three years that. younger. Girl boss. Yeah. But that's old. Oh. Vibe. That's also a bit old. Oh, I feel like I hear it a lot though again. Peace. Giving. And we Delulu. Wish. We wish. They're, Delulu. They're, I like the word they're Delulu. They're confused with their all the time. Oh my God. That's not going to be annoying at all. <laughs> I'm delighted for you. I'm Delilah. <laughs> anyway, so, so your word is resilience or delusion. Yeah, well, yeah, but I was just more going like I was thinking recently, like, you know, it's been 10 months without a job, don't know what I'm doing, still in Fort Wayne, don't know where I'm going, blah, blah. Then I was like, maybe my word is actually patience. Because I feel like I have discovered uh, a heretofore, is that correct? Yeah. A previously unknown, previously unrecognized level of patience in myself that actually I can be very chill not knowing what's happening what's coming next. I'm like, I really have no control at the moment over anything in my life. And things take weeks or months to resolve themselves, even just to get answers about like, hey, you know, reach out to somebody, apply for a job or reach Mm. out to somebody for information about something. And they don't get back to me for weeks or they don't schedule a follow up for months. And I think I was always like, it's been two days. It's been 25 minutes. Oh, listen, I remember you at the very beginning of all this. No, I just mean in my life. But now I'm just like, okay, well, it's fine. The answer will arrive. So maybe that's actually resigned and despondent. No, 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 no. I was about to say, no, no. I was about to say, maybe it's more a kind of sense of surrender. You know, that like, okay, there are certain things I can't control and I just need to accept that. You know what I mean? And I'll, I'll let what happens happen, you know, and obviously keep moving forward and keep trying and doing your best and blah, blah, blah. But like also just accepting that you cannot predict or direct how quickly mm-hmm. somebody's going to get back to you or you know how often or you're anything. going to hear from so- yeah or exactly how, or, exactly. or how or how people are going to respond okay so i've got a, a zen vibe is that what you're saying oh my god you've got a zen vibe you're in your laid back surrender era oh good one yeah oh my god you're done with being a girl boss and now in your sur- now you're in your surrender era but you may be a girl boss again 
And she said, I'd actually be more than happy to stay and to remain indefinitely in my surrender era. She does sound very relaxing. Nice. Yeah, there's something very nice about just accepting that you don't control what's happening in this big cosmic. Well, it's interesting that you should say that, Beatrice, because my second word was going to be acceptance. Really? Yeah, that I feel like this year, I mean, obviously, I've been married for, what, two and a half years. I have a baby. I have stepkids. I own a house here. But it wasn't until this year that I kind of started to accept, okay, this is where I am. I'm like, I'm not going home. This is where I live. I even went through a couple of months where I really, really wanted to sell our house and it was really upsetting me because I was like, I hate living here. I want to live somewhere else. And now I'm like, okay, that's not going to happen because interest rates are wild and we're going to stay here for a couple of years. And I've started to just go, okay, this is where I am. This is what I'm doing. I'm not trying to like plan my way out of anything. Do you know what I mean? I'm just accepting what is here, like in the here and now. And I think also that's kind of extended to my work that I was thinking about this yesterday and I was going, okay, I think I'm going to accept that. I'm writing my newsletter, we're doing the podcast and I'm hopefully going to be, like I'm hopefully working on a book that is kind of in the ideas, in, in my brain stage at the moment and will hopefully get out, get out on the page next year. But I've kind of gone, you know what, there are other revenue streams that I've had over the years, like affiliate links being one of them. I talked about this on Instagram stories yesterday that like I used to share affiliate links a lot, and especially around sale time around Black Friday. And you'd get like, I remember one Black Friday, I made $1,500. But like, I'll I'll share the odd affiliate link now if it's like, oh, I just got this jumper and here's a link for it. But I don't share links as a form of content or I don't like create shopping posts or anything. I'm kind of done with trying to make that a big revenue stream because it takes up a lot of time. And if you're not doing it all the time and doing it like as one of your main things, it's not going to be making you a big amount of money anyway. So it's like, I actually just need to focus on the things that I have and the things that I'm doing and that I'm trying to do well and accepting that that's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dictionary.com has chosen the word hallucinate. So I think you're the opposite of that. You're not going to hallucinate. Why have they chosen the word hallucinate? Does it say anything else about that? Mm. Um, the words increased usage among users and critics of artificial intelligence, which have adopted the term to describe the inaccurate and often outlandish outputs the chatbots and other prompt-based AI programs attempt to present as fact. Huh. Computers and digital technology of a machine learning program to produce false information contrary to the intent of the user and present it as if true and factual. So basically, it's the new term for fake news. This is very hallucinatory. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. No, but I think that kind of goes, yours and mine are not that far apart, are they? No. Surrender. Surrender vibes. Yeah, we're in our surrender era. Yeah. But the the whole Delulu thing, the Delulu trend, it's kind of, so on TikTok, there've been a lot of stories. I wrote a piece about this for Evoke's partnership with Jobio. And it was talking about how Delulu is basically this new trend of kind of like, um, act like the person you want to become. Do you know what I mean? So like acting Delulu and then you might act like, act, you know, acting like a super successful girl boss and you will be a super successful girl boss. Do you know what I mean? So it's the, it's the physical version of manifesting. Yes, exactly. Um, interesting. The Economic Times also mentions the term password child as being in their shortlist, which is apparently parents tend to use one child's name within their passwords. 
apparently. Well, Beatrice, now, I have some I actually, very bad news for the two of us because dad's password for years and years and years has been the name of his plane. <laughs> I actually very consciously cycle through my children's names. Oh, so that you don't feel like you're picking one over the other? Yeah, because I don't want any of them to grow up and be like, the family code was always, you know, Bo, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Not giving away any Greek passwords. I also use your name. I use my parents' names. I use my grandparents' names. And actually, none of them are memorable. And so My I name is very memorable. Of, no, but I mean, none of my, my passwords are mean. all different, which is so annoying. So, you know, it's like there are so many passwords for everything now. Anyway, password child. So do you have a password child? You don't. No, Maybe my passwords um, have all been related to or specific song lyrics for about the past 10 years. And I also oh, yeah, and they're really often annoying use, as well. they're like, really annoying. They've got yeah. capital letters and numbers. And I also use, for a lot of websites, I'll use the same password, but I'll put in a, like an exclamation mark and the name of the brand somewhere. So I'll have like, you know, password. Yeah. And then in the middle of the password, there'll be an exclamation mark and Old Navy. And then the end of the password, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's all great. Like if I could start again now, I'd have a great system for my passwords. However, I have 20 years of passwords behind me to like be head wrecked by. You know, you can change them all. Yes. However, I don't have a password child. So um, I think Tululu is good. I think hallucinate. Hallucinate's interesting. I'd say we'll hear more of that now. Riz feels like an older word and authentic is definitely old. But like uh, that's also kind of boring that they just picked a word that they saw being used more versus a word that they felt predicted something yeah and was it's drippy a, it's a bit of an seo drippy was the last year or the year before along with like vax and um what else there were gaslighting that seems like last year seems so passe <laughs> nobody gets gaslit anymore well brandon was trying to gaslight me earlier because i was trying to get him to smell the the dog pee patch near the christmas tree and he wouldn't he was like no no i believe you and i was like no i need you to smell it and he was like rosemary <laughs> i don't think you're insane don't think you're making this up and i was like i need you to smell it but he this wouldn't. is so you this is disgusting. Taste it. No thanks. It's really gross. Taste it. No it thanks. literally doesn't matter. If I said to you, this is delicious. Taste it. You'd be like, no thanks. <laughs> this cookie is delicious. This this piece of beef with gravy on it is delicious. God, I sent you a picture of a, of a biscuit with gravy yesterday. Have you ever seen anything like, more yeah, terrifying American gravy looking. doesn't look great, but I do enjoy a, a homemade biscuit with homemade sausage gravy. It's very good. But you when they see, see the sausage gravy, she's making. are there actually lumps of sausage, sausage in this Sausage meat, yeah. Oh. I don't know how you can see out of your eyes with your face scrunched up like that. Oh, I look a bit like Bette Midler. I just got a glimpse of myself. Gross. You should be so lucky. She's a very good looking yeah, woman. Yeah, not, not gross Bette Midler. Gross sausage gravy. Sausage in the... Like, why? I was watching... I follow on Instagram a British individual, a British gentleman who does etiquette. Do you follow him? No. Can't remember his name. I'll have to look him up. He's actually hilarious. The comments are hilarious. Everybody is so rude to him, but he has a good sense of humor. But he was showing how you should eat gravy. You have to have your gravy tureen and your ladle. You never pour the gravy. You only ever ladle it out of the tureen onto your meat. And I was like, I think that's what we did growing up. But like now I think I just pour it out of a jug. Why has it got a pouring spout then? Oh. Who knows? These These are the rules of etiquette. He's not saying why it is so. He's just saying... Here's what you're supposed to do. Well, you so know our Aunt Ursula. You're supposed to eat your soup spoon away from you. But there was a reason for that. Oh. You're supposed to spoon your soup away from you so that it's cool, cooler by the time it comes up to you and that you're eating it off the side of the spoon that is cold. 
So the hot soup went onto the further away edge of the spoon. By the time it rolls back into your mouth, it has passed over the cooler metal and has cooled down slightly. That's why I don't fall eat into soup. Your mouth. It's too much work. Droplets of heaven. Gross. I don't really like soup. Our Aunt Ursula bought me a butter knife one year because she was so shocked when I was in her house one day and I used her butter knife to butter my toast. What's the purpose of the butter knife? So you're supposed to take the butter knife, take a small piece of butter off with the knife, put it on the side of your plate and put the butter knife. Oh. The, the butter knife is not supposed to touch anything but the butter. Oh and then yeah, you I use your you own knife that? to put the butter on the bread. No, I didn't. No, how you did, didn't. How did you not know that? No, I didn't. You're ridiculous. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but like one Christmas, sent you I got one. this. Yeah, one Christmas, I got this quite heavy package that I was very excited about, and it was a butter knife and a cheese knife, a little package. I mean, I feel like there's just nice so much loaded in that. It's like she was only sure to giving you like a an et- a book of etiquette to go along with it. Yeah, a book of manners with a note that said you need this. I know. Yeah, well, I mean, she was definitely sending it to the wrong person. Because I'm very mannerly. No, because you said they don't matter to you recently. Manners don't matter. You're happy for people to sit opposite you, chewing their food as if within a dishwasher. You said you don't care if people have their elbows on the table. You don't care if they eat with their mouth open. No, I didn't you say don't eat with care their mouth open. Speak. I hate that. You don't care if I they don't, talk while they're eating. You don't I care. don't care if they have their elbows on the table. I don't really mind. I don't mind talking when eating if you have your food to the side of your mouth and you're saying something that's essential. So that's very rare. So I don't really like talking when eating. But if it's an emergency and you're like, there's a fire across the room. Then you can do that with like a bit of chewed up food in your cheek, like a hamster. But no, I don't care about elbows on the table. Do you care about elbows on the table? Yeah. Why? Because I feel like they put their elbows on the table and then they lean their faces on them. And next thing you know, the whole table, the whole vibe at the table has become a surrender vibe. And they're all like, oh, looking wrecked. Like they well, want to leave the table and, and go. And then Bo oh, listen, they want to leave the table from the minute they get right there. into his hand and starts talking like this. As if like it's the most boring thing he's ever done in his life. Dun, dun, dun. Well, my current battle with the boys that does actually really bother me, I think is really rude, is when they lean their little faces down to about an inch above their plates and start shoveling food into their mouths. And I'm like, no, no, boys, the food comes to you, not the other way around. And they just like roll their eyes oh, and look raging. It's hard to teach that. I mean, and one of mm-hmm. my children is currently going through a no utensils phase. Oh, one of my older children. Why are they so annoying? Yeah. And I go, what are you doing? Like, this isn't even something you can put in your mouth easily. Like, this is a runny egg. (laughs) This is a bowl of rice. Very, very frustrating. Um, Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So looking into 2024... Look forward. What would you hope your word of 2024 might be if you could cast yourself into the future? Pregnant. Oh! I know, I'd really like to have another little baby and I kind of feel like if I don't in the next year or two, I'm just going to give up on the dream. I'm going to truly accept my lot with my three children. But I want four just like you. Do you? My idol. Uh, well, I, well, I do want another baby, so I guess then I will have four. So yes, but I don't want four to have four. I just want to have another baby. Oh, that's cute. But actually, I, I think I would like, for you. Mm, yeah, me too. I would like my word for 2024 to be thrive. I would like to be in my thriving era, not just surviving, not just accepting, but thriving. So AI is Colin's word of the year 2023, which seems boring. It's not even a word. It's true. Last year they chose perma crisis, so I don't know that they're the funnest word of the they're year. Very negative. Yeah. What would you hope your word of the year for twenty twenty four would be? I hope my word of the year is. I mean, I want to say employed, but that's. I was really going boring. to say gainfully employed. Yeah, I was going to say that too, but that's actually really boring. I don't hope that's why. I hope. I hope my word of the year is lotterified. I was about to say successful. I hope that whatever you decide to do in 2024, you are successful at it. And I fully believe that you will be. I hope my word of the year is for 2024 is entrepreneurial. I mean, I think you're very entrepreneurial in spirit, if not in action anyway. Okay, no. Then I hope it is startup. Oh, I actually hope mine is... um, Incredibly fit. I know that's two words. I'd like to get incredibly fit in 2024. I hope mine is Ozempic. <laughs> How is that nobody's word? I hope I hope mine is covered by insurance. Tick. <laughs> How are none of those words? What's it? Semi-glutide. How is that nobody's word? You know what? It, you know what? Actually, the word of 2023 should be. It should be Ozempic face. I know that's two words. Yeah. But that should be like the yeah. phrase of the year. Because I feel like yeah. I've read so many pieces and seen so many comments saying that. I wonder what the emoji of the year is. Is that a thing? Look it up there. It must be the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> That's very inappropriate. <laughs> was that this episode we were talking about it or last episode? I think it was last episode. Yeah, we were talking. You know what? That's a good plug for the Patreon. On the Patreon, we were just talking about 
just talk about what's going on in our lives. But we also just released a book club episode about our November book. And for our December book club, we're reading The Silent Patient by Alex Michalides. So if you'd like to get on our Patreon, now's a good time to do it. Maybe the thumbs up is like a butt plug. <laughs> Emoji. I th- I've actually heard this too, that the thumbs up is like a passive aggressive response. You know, when you say to somebody, oh. hey, like if you text somebody, hey, I thought that project would be on my desk today. And they just write back with a thumbs up. That's where it's like passive aggressive. Oh, well, Dubliner unveils emoji of the year at New York Stock Exchange. The pink love heart is the most popular new emoji of 2023, while the current year is best summed up by the melting face emoji, according to the World Emoji Awards. This was in July. What is the emoji of the year 2023? The pink love heart takes first place. But the melting face should be... Followed by shaking face. Shaking face? The melting face. But the melting face should be quite dark. You're not even up to, you're not even up to speed on your emojis. What is the shaking face, says Rosemary? Shaking face and the light blue heart in third. What is shaking face? Show me. Do you know what, like, did you know what shaking face was? It just is a little face going, ooh, and shaking, it looks like. Hmm. I don't know that I can do a shaking emoji, but I mean, I presume my phone can if anybody else's can. Well, as long as you've updated, Um, if you haven't updated your software, you don't have, you don't always have the newest emojis. But you're very organized about your phone, so I'd say you update it regularly, do you? Yes, I do. Thanks very much for that. Absolutely. <laughs> when was the last time you went when was the last time you went to the app store and updated your apps? Go to the app store there and see how many apps need to be updated. No, no, on your phone, Beatrice. Oh, on my phone. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go into the app store there and then touch on your picture on the top right to see what it says. Four. Only four. Really? And nothing even important. Yeah. Netflix, YouTube, Slack. I would say Fox Slack. or Chance must have updated those. No way you did that on your own. Deleting Slack. And Noom. That definitely needs to be updated in more ways than one. I've deleted my Noom. And I deleted Poshmark because it was sending me too many notifications about crap. But did you unsubscribe from Noom as well as deleting it? I think, yeah, I unsubscribed basically as soon as I I, I bought my like three month subscription up front and I unsubscribed immediately so that it wouldn't be able to renew it afterwards. All right. So let me look up the thumbs up emoji. Hold on. I would also like 2024, my word of the year, I'd like it to be efficient. I'd like to be more efficient in how I spend my time, in how I think about my wardrobe, in how I, you know, like all these things I would like to be more, yeah, more efficient and have less waste of time, less stupid clothes I'm not going to wear, less, you know. Oh yeah, it says for Gen Z or Zoomers born between the mid-90s, 2010, the thumbs up emoji is increasingly viewed as signaling sarcasm or being downright hostile or hostile, as you would say. Um, Considered to be really passive aggressive. It's super rude if someone just sends you a thumbs up. Now I was thinking about this the other day because mom writes ha 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 and I tend to say lol, like write lol a lot. I was like, that's probably beyond hick. Like when I send LOL to my kids, they're probably like rolling their eyes at Granny McGray over there. Like me. Well, what do they say in text when they're laughing? I don't think they say anything. I think they're just like. But I mean, okay, but when they're texting someone they find funny, what do they say? Bruh. That actually should be the word of the year. That should 100% be the word of the year. Oh my God, I had yet another conversation with our kids today. Please don't call me bruh. (laughs) Okay, bruh. Do you care? Oh, it really drives me mad. I don't know why. Well, I mean, what about don't be on the phone on speakerphone? That's the other thing. They're all on speakerphone the whole time playing games with their phones on their chests, with their mates like in group chat. Go, brah, go, brah. And then mom, brah. I said, don't call me brah. And the other one, then I hear all the kids' voices on the thing going, oh, and I said, call me brah. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god you're not a normal mom you're a cool mom no nash no nash goes mom so embarrassing. I'm muting everyone so they can't hear you. And then somebody goes, is your mom foreign? He goes, she's Irish. And I was like, I'm Irish. He goes, you're muted, mom. You're not talking to anyone. It's like, all right. <laughs> He's probably like, thank fucking God they're not actually over in the house playing games or mom being there going, would it be like any oh. popcorn drinks? Oh, I know. Well, I said to him the other night, he said, he said, uh, so-and-so is having a party. He goes, oh, they're having a party. And they were all chatting about it. And I said, Nash, you should have a party for Christmas. Have your friends all over. One of the friends goes, what did your mom say? And he goes, she says I should have a party. No, thanks, mom. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> why, not? why not? Yeah, why not? I don't know. I'd love to have been offered a party. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was about to say, I would only have loved to have been offered a party if mom and dad weren't going to be there. But not at the age of 12. I was dying to have a party up in the house. Yeah. Yeah, would absolutely. Yeah, but Nash, I mean, Rosemary, these 12-year-olds are like 27-year-olds. Oh, listen, I know. My 10-year-old is like an 18-year-old sometimes, and then other times well, it's I not. I was laughing. I mean, I said to Nash yesterday, he said something like so grown up and, you know, so like just dismissive and kind of teenage like old teenage what I expect. And I just was like trying to sort of imagine my 12-year-old self hanging out with 12-year-old Nash, like, the mortification this was when I was falling backwards with the the tug of war rope tied around my waist this was when I was like crying over oh no Rosemary that's my 18 year old diary I know not I was my 12 year old diary so could see just how young you seemed at the age of 18 <laughs> oh Rosemary don't pick something really embarrassing please oh my god your face is doing the delighted mouth Thursday June 6th 1996 <laughs> mom's birthday mom mom's I birthday think I was 17 I was only 17 just for my defense 17 mom's birthday was on Shh. Saturday the first I got her an individual coffee maker she never got a cake school ended last Wednesday none too soon sat beside or near beep for all the exams it was classic it's such good fun having someone in school to look at and think about it'd be so boring otherwise I've been working in the school since Tuesday painting with Emma and Katrina I'm cycling there and back nearly every day, which is approximately 11, 11 or 12 miles every day. Really? So I'll be fit by the end of this month. Singing is over Why next Tuesday. Why do you have to give me this voice? Why? <laughs> As you sound like. Singing is over next Tuesday. The leaving is on at the moment. I haven't written here for ages because I actually have had no time at all. I've been at two... Two what? Really cool raves with drugs. Two... It's, it looks like feshes, like fesh, two fesh. It probably is feshes. Is that the feshes? <laughs> one with the school Singing. and one with the kill group. I've been typing for people, doing schoolwork, going to music, etc. I've just had no time and any time I have had, I've been too tired to enjoy it. <laughs> Katrina and so I are going cool. to Muldowney's for lunch tomorrow, I think. The weather is great at the moment. I don't really fancy anyone at the moment. This is a big turnaround from paragraph As one. If. I feel very grown up. Not really. Okay, Sinead, bye for now. I better get a bit of work done for my portfolio. Maybe I'll bring my sketchbook to painting with me. Not a bad idea. Went to Joe Mahan today. She said I only... This has to be over. This has to be over. (laughs) Went to Joe Mahan today. She said I only have to wear my brace at night from now on. So I'm thrilled. Are you sure this isn't from like 1822? (laughs) (laughs) I think I just need to read one more. I was typing, painting, <laughs> painting. I'll bring my sketchbook with me. Not you weren't having any fucking friends over for a party. You were too much of a nerd. You're too busy. 
Hang on. Oh, listen, you must have had a busy summer beast. We don't get another one until July 10th. Okay. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> well, too, too bad. I haven't written for underlined so long, as I'm sure you've noticed, unless you're blind, in which case you'd hardly be reading this, would you? Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and I know when I read back on this diary, I'm going to be really annoyed wondering about what happened in between the brief stints of writing. I finished oh, yeah. my job in what the was I typing? God. What was I typing? What was I painting? What was I possibly doing? <laughs> that was so fascinating. I finished my job in the school, thank God. It was getting to be a real drag and I've done two jobs with Orla, one in a bar, a restaurant place in Fishamble Street and the other in the bar of the Olympia. This week I'm working with Lorcan and I have to work tomorrow so I'll finish these tomorrow because it's ten past twelve now and I still have loads to tell. Okay? <laughs> Went to a party at the vault. A place. I hate you. I hate this. Why are you reading me out like the biggest nerd? Read me out like Angela in my so-called life. (laughs) (laughs) You're so mean. (laughs) I'm going to mute you in a second if you don't stop. Went to a party at the vault, a place on the keys, for someone's 21st. No one knew him, but our friend was doing decks, so he wasn't going to go, but we rang him for directions and persuaded him. Anyway, just had the best chat with because and were off in some corner, I was sort of dancing on my own. Not that I minded, but when he came over and said, these get a bit depressing, don't they? I must look constantly grumpy or something. And then, so will we go downstairs? Naturally, I assented. So down we went and we just had the best chat, as I may have mentioned before, with him telling me how cool I am and how I seem like a really interesting person and worth getting to know, etc. And on and on. And I was very flattered. (laughs) He did, of course, point out the girls he fancied. It was inevitable, really. And talk about why we would never get together. But I didn't care because he's just sound and I could easily get on with being friends. He's just sound. Orla was really pleased with this story. She's brilliant, though. What is wrong with me? Okay, Rosemary, that's enough The end, the end, sorry. I hope next year is, I've got a new word for next year. No diary. I was just about to say undocumented. Although that's actually inappropriate. Oh, oh. (laughs) bit close to the bone for you as well isn't it oh my god you're not you're not wrong actually yeah i hope i hope my word of the year next year is legal oh that sounds bad as well rosemary i hope my word for next year is green card yes thank you green card holder thank you all so much for listening to not without my sister you can get our patreon patreon.com slash not without my sister where you'll get a bonus episode every week you'll get a book club once a month where we'll talk about the book we've chosen, which is The Silent Patient by Alex Michalides. And yeah, you just get to be in the inner circle, but you also get to know that you're supporting the podcast. And that's great. Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune. And the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.